Hey, fellow viewers, welcome to another episode of A Marvelous Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jonah Cecil. I'm a second host, Noah Cecil. And I'm the third host, Nick Johnston. We are going to be reviewing <laughs> Iron Man 2. Yeah, you should come watch us, viewers. <laughs> I knew I was going to say it. Oh, what did I say? Viewers. Oh, well, they're viewing it with their ears. Yeah, we'll take it, yeah. Make sure to listen with your eyes, guys, and make sure to hulk here that subscribe <laughs> button. I only did it because he does it to me all the time. Yeah. I was waiting for him to do it. I didn't even realize I did anything wrong. You didn't, didn't do anything no, no, no. wrong. I, so, I've hacked on Nick since, like, day one for saying, we'll see you guys next week. Because, like, we will not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, so, yeah, Iron Man 2... Iron Man 2. So. Too fast, too iron. Twice the iron, half the man. <laughs> too I, iron, too man. I like how they took one of the guys from the... Exp- I t- I, they took the tattoo artist from the Expendables and made him the bad guy in the movie, Mickey Rourke. I thought that was interesting. The thing is, is, is that his natural hair? I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm not going to lie, when he had the man bun, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. He's Mickey Rourke. He's the only guy that rocks the man bun. I think some people actually can rock a man bun. That is where I'm kind of not in the, you know. Yeah. I don't wish Like, Mm. do I think they should have it? No. But do I think they look good with it? Yes. (laughs) I want my bun. Scroll at your own risk. Ew. (laughs) Mickey work. What? Yikes. No what way. <laughs> I need to see what Mickey work looks like. I feel because... so mean for saying that. <laughs> like, I, I would hate if somebody went on my Facebook profile yeah, and just like, just... oh, yeah. Oh, well, if they went into right the profile the pictures. Oh, definitely. man. Well, he looks a lot cooler in the movie. Uh, wow. Um, okay, so, reviewing Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. Um, R.I.P. Terrence Howard. <laughs> I, like he's dead or no. like... So, yeah, well, I just didn't... Sounds like basically what you were saying was Terrence he Howard. He was too much money, so we had to off him. <laughs> we had to hire a darker one. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Extra toasted cheese it. Oof. Oh. Hey, you know what? Those were an accident, but they sold, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don Cheadle did a good job, if you ask me, as Rhodey Part 2. This time it's personal. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Two kids. Today was the day that I learned that they had switched, or when they had switched Rhodeys. I learned that they had switched Rhodeys when we watched Iron Man 1. I'm like, that's not Rhodey at all. Yeah. Because I watched one. You're just like, a he long aged time ago. terribly. Yeah, well, uh, it, there was a long enough gap between me watching number one and then any other m- movies that he would have been in after that, that. It was so much later that I did not realize there had been a change in cast. Contextually, if we're talking about a rock star and he's switching roadies, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about an Iron Man movie switching roadies. Oh, okay. That's totally acceptable. That's fine. That's, yeah. I just. Oh, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say I love that uh, Terrence Howard in Iron Man One says "Next time, baby," and then he never, never comes back. back. He should have been an Endgame. 
like when they go back in time, he should have been like an alternate, like oh. or one of the alternate things. That would have been awesome. Brody, we got to get your legs back, but we have to talk to you about something. <laughs> They change your whole face. <laughs> yeah, Jonah. Uh, when they first show Rhodey in the court scene, Jonah's like, "We had to do major reconstructive <laughs> facial surgery." You know, from when nothing happened in the first movie to you. And then, in this movie, we see a hundred and one different ways Rhodey could have lost the use of his legs, but no, it doesn't. It's the skydiving accident, essentially, that does him in. Not the the spinny laser hands or <laughs> yeah. lasers don't end to my knowledge, right? They just I, go on forever. Well, it depends ever. on what. As soon as they hit something, they can no longer go through. They stop. Yeah. So I'm so assuming like the the like hills or whatever like dirt was probably enough to stop it. Well, trees no. Also, like friction, like air resistance and stuff. Like eventually, it'd just run out of it. The energy would dissipate, wouldn't it? Like, isn't, yeah, isn't yeah, there a I certain? Mean, I don't actually think the kids got flat tops in the neighborhood. Well, that would be cool, though. A, a little what if scene, just a bunch of kids running around with like slanted haircuts, <laughs> or you know, just cut in half. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see them cut in half. Don't get me wrong. I don't want the viewers <laughs> to have any doubts. It's. I I enjoyed all the upgrades that were made to Tony's suit since the first movie. Like each movie, upgrades are made to the suit, and you get to see kind of like an evolution of how he's been perfecting it. Each movie. So. Yeah. Um, lasers were kind of a cool addition. New roadie. Well, and the fact that his reactor's no longer killing him. I mean, that's pretty great. That's. Huge advancement. I equate that to the person that has lung cancer but is still smoking cigarettes. Like, oh yeah, that is a good. That's basically. Is it not the same thing? Yeah, because Jarvis does say your use of the Iron Man suit or your um, frequent use of the Iron Man suit is uh, accelerating the uh, poisoning he's getting, the palladium poisoning. Uh, the cast for this one, we got. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow in added to the MCU. We got Sam Rockwell playing a phenomenal villain that you love to hate and Don Cheadle, which all three good additions. Wait, okay, so the the name you mentioned there, is that, is that Vector? Yes. Oh yeah. He's so Vector. All of the most annoying qualities of Vector rolled up into one package. The never stopping talking, the gross overconfidence when you're really not that good. And not in the cool Iron Man way. No, <laughs> no, nobody's... Oh, that leads me to another point in the notes. Um, I mentioned it when we were watching it. Uh, I, I do think when I was, like, a teenager, I was more impressed by Robert Downey Jr. Like, any of his roles where he's overconfident like that, I... I loved it, and I just love it slightly less now because I realized I wouldn't like him if I had to deal with him in real life. I like him on the movie. Well, and he's not like that in real life. I have no idea if that's true or not. I've never met him. <laughs> There's a thing, like, he's actually, like, a really down-to-earth guy in real life. Well, Downy-to-earth. Actually... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. 
hurt, oh, down to earth. It hurt my Brody again. Hurt my heart. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Full circle. Things. I can't feel my legs. My leg. <laughs> like SpongeBob. <laughs> the audience could hear me shaking my head. Yes. <laughs> what are you playing with? My, my pliers from work, or my multi-tool, the one that I almost got zapped with today. Did I show you? Look, I tried to take a bulb out of a socket. Oh yeah, that was not, broken. Electricity and metal don't mix, especially when your handles have no insulation. <laughs> They're also made of yep, metal. And he also wasn't wearing any gloves. I wasn't wearing any gloves. I literally just tried to twist it out and went. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! You can see he like started to weld it. I have the smartest friends. Hey, I don't get hurt. <laughs> I don't feel pain. Uh, I was I'm pretty sure you did get hurt, though. I'm pretty sure you have a bruise on the back of your hand to prove you do get hurt. It was really <laughs> slick. And, um, well, I can say Traverse City because that's not where we're recording. So We've already told everybody where we live, essentially. We kind we're of pulled it in Michigan. <laughs> we'll see them up there. It sounded like our landlord. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, and I knew that's what you were going to say, because I could hear the acetaminophen come out of your mouth. I don't want to say well, acetaminophen. <laughs> then you don't know whether or not it's okay to laugh, and then if you do laugh, he goes, what was funny about that? It did really just kind of <laughs> sound like he was reading the ingredients on a pack of medication. Uh, like, it wasn't just acetaminophen. acetaminophen. <laughs> he, was a, he was a good guy. Just no idea what he was saying half the time. <laughs> no idea. I don't know if you know this, but I can't speak <laughs> Russian. <laughs> um, I noticed that Iron Man evolves in in the movies. He learns new things and kind of adds them um, to his life, like the lessons he learns. He like in this one he is cocky and overconfident because he's dying so it kind of amplified his already cockiness and then he does wind up fixing his relationship with pepper a little bit in this one and kind of growing up and um in the court scene i kind of i've I've always thought that iron man would be on uh Captain America's side in terms of the Sokovia Accords from Civil War. It it um Iron Iron Man or Tony Stark in this movie would have been on Captain America's side because essentially in court what he said was no, the government can't own my suits. I'm in charge of them and you guys don't get to tell me what to do essentially. Classic Iron Man, classic uh, narc- as narcissism. There's more and more collateral damage and stuff. It, I, I could definitely like. It's not the only superhero movies in which the heroes are like, oh, maybe we're doing more damage than good. Like maybe the government's right. The Incredibles. <laughs> I mean, you didn't save my life. You ruined my death. <laughs> it seems like intent matters a lot more. When you don't have the uh, ability to destroy so many things. Right. Like, like in my case, you know, like, I could have bad intentions, but I can't level a city. They have good (laughs) intentions, level a city every time there's a fight. I mean, if you don't take your, your, uh... Milk pill, whatever that's called. <laughs> yeah. You sure. could potentially level a city. 
if you don't take your like the what is it lactose intolerant? I could take out the whole town if I had access to the public septic system. I know for a fact they could take out the south end of the town, no problem. No problem. There is a thirty thousand gallon <laughs> propane tank. Oof. And and he's not even talk. He's talking about his 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 colon. No, is that not where is that not where thoughts come from? I, I I'm not real good with the with anatomy. Not really. If your no. farts give you freezer burn, yikes. you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so in terms of fight scenes, we have no fight scenes. In, <laughs> in terms of money, we, we have, have no, no money. money. <laughs> I say that a lot at work. <laughs> um, the first one that we really get is the race car scene. Um, uh, Tony's having a midlife crisis, and he's like trying to. He he's doing that. Uh, what who sings that song? I went sky like when he finds out he has cancer. Talk about Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. <laughs> Live like you were dying. Live like you were dying. Live like you were dying. He and progressively, you know, gets riskier, riskier. What would you do if you had your, if you only had one birthday left? Um, so he's like, I own a race car. I've never driven a race car. Why not drive a race car? And uh, I thought that scene was really, really cool having the. Upgraded to a suitcase suit. A suitcase! It's a suitcase! And I never put that together until just now. Really? I, Even when he's like, give me the suitcase! No! Because I was thinking, like, it's a suitcase! <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, now, question. Can he put <coughs> other things in it? Is there room? I think if he tells there to be room, there's probably room, right? It like, like yeah, it's a little fatter suitcase. Yeah. He's got to deal with Optimus or something. I feel like with some of that technology, it's it's too similar. Um, I, sorry. No, you're good. Go. No, go for it. Oh, okay. So, I I think Tony gets a little too used to being in the suit, though. And forgets that he is just a human. And then when he whacks the guy that's still in a suit with just the flimsy car door panel, and it does absolutely nothing besides frustrate the guy a little bit. I I just, I don't know what the bigger plan was there. Like, you need, from what I've seen, at least a fire extinguisher if you're going to whack somebody in the back of the head. <laughs> you can't just use a flimsy piece of sheet metal. Hmm. They just... They just get angry. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do to not die. I'm surprised, having worked at a machine shop, we didn't have more instances of people using technology to maim someone else <laughs> when they disagreed. Yeah, that's fair. If I honestly, if I'd ever gotten real upset, you just pin somebody to the wall with a fork truck. Game over. I'll see you guys. We're stroke depressed <laughs> when they're cleaning it. <laughs> Because, you know, that was... We could have done that. You can shut the safety stuff off. They should never show the people how to shut the safety stuff off, but when all it is is just, oh, turn this key and it's off now. 
all of the safety measures that make people not die, here's the way to turn that off. It's like... Well, they basically, the machines got shipped to the place, right? And, like, those keys, the thing is with those keys is they're supposed to, you know, be turned to whatever they're supposed to be, and then, like, the foreman or whatever has access to them. Yeah, they're not supposed to be a guy walking around with yeah. keys all day, like, all right, reset this, walk away, go reset this. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. They just leave all of the safety keys in the slot on the machine. So, like, I can go to programmer settings on everything in that shop, and, like, it'll warn you, improperly setting this could cause, you know, catastrophic failure and severe injury. Are you sure you want to continue? Yep. <laughs> I think so. Self-destruct pretty, mode activated. I'm feeling pretty confident about that change. We'll see. Let's head apart. <laughs> That's my whole life. I never got that far. I never... I fixed schmucks in a different way there. <laughs> The so probably one of my favorite things about this movie is we got to see one of my heroes, Elon Musk. <laughs> I could not believe that he was in this movie. I was so excited. He is just one of my favorite people of all time. I mean, I mean, there's the crowd that thinks he's the Antichrist, and I don't know. I mean, the Illuminati like that would have probably gotten revealed by now. I would assume, right? I don't. I don't know. I guess he doesn't necessarily have to be, like... I'm just going to keep building parts for his cars. <laughs> I actually kind of have a weird feeling in my gut sometimes, and I'm sorry, this isn't related to Iron Man. Like, I love how we're going off on a tangent of how I saw Elon Musk, now we're talking about the Antichrist, but sometimes I wonder if... This isn't a wee thing, buddy. You started this. None of us are... I wonder if consumers we're all trying to pull are part of end times sometimes, truth be told. Like, just some of the stuff I have to do. They're just measuring power for some reason all the time. I go into businesses, right? And I, I keep track of everything that they have as far as lighting and furnaces and whatever. And they really want us to push the DR program, which is like consumers takes over on your thermostat. I don't know. It's just something doesn't feel right about it. Like, they get upset when you don't tell people about it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, see, we're pushing for everybody to start driving electronic vehicles. Electric vehicles. I don't know why I said that wrong. Um, but we don't have the power grid to hold up with charging all of them as it is. Even with the ones that are just currently on the road. We had a bunch of issues over this summer with people not being able to charge their cars and run air conditioning in big cities simultaneously. Diesel That's part of the reason why they're doing stuff like to control people's stuff in-house because then if they know there's a high draw time of the day, well, they'll just shut you off. One of my one of my favorite things is just walking in, they're like, oh, well, you know, why does this benefit me? Well, you know, I'm sure you've probably seen on the news the problem with the draw on the grid, but since I go up north a lot, I'm talking to a lot of people that have some teeth, but not all their teeth and long <laughs> redneck beard. <laughs> I mean, I hope to have mine back soon, but I don't know. They just, it's an interesting mix of people that I have to talk to. They're like, no, nah, I don't watch the news. I'm like, oh, okay, well, can I still do it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. As long as it's free, right? Yep, it's free. Okay. Or they watch the news, but it's just one channel, and we all know which channel it is. <laughs> I don't even know anymore, truth, but you can't go by how somebody looks because I've had some redneck 
you know, you would think Trump lovers, and then they end up being like the most liberal people I've ever met in my life. I'm like, oh, and like you can't judge a book by its cover. Well, you can. I do. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Roadie. I go, what is this? One fish, two fish? <laughs> Meh, it looks boring. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter, this, the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, judging a book by its cover. And those, for some reason, were the first two move- books that I <laughs> could think of. Meanwhile, at Iron Man 2. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> pick me, pick me. You guys forgot me. Pick me. I want my board. <laughs> three, pick number three, my lord. Which roadie do you guys like better? <laughs> That's going to sound spliced in. Terrence. It was that random. <laughs> Well, Terrence Howard, I don't remember any of his dialogue. <laughs> Don Cheadle, I don't remember any of his dialogue, so that's a pretty level playing field. Um, the one that definitely had a sicker fade, if you ask me, as far as a military haircut. One, I don't know. Well, like, it's Terrence, I, because Don Cheadle's bald, essentially. Yeah, yeah but his, his, his was funky looking. He had a weird haircut, like... Nothing against him, just a weird haircut. It was the shape of the, His, yeah, so the marine. Yeah, so he had a weird head. Like, the, I'm not trying to be mean. What are those hats called from the military? The beret or whatever? Or well, no, not a beret. It's not a beret, but... You're talking about, like, the... like The boat-shaped, like, the banana split-shaped... That one? Uh, I don't know what that's called. And I... I'm... My grandfather was in the military. I got friends that were in the... I know people. Wow. So I'm telling you right now, at this IHOP, I am getting the Veterans Day discount. <laughs> because they would have wanted it that way. Favorite, favorite roadie. Ooh. Well, we didn't get to see the first roadie in a suit. So that's not very fair. Like, I got to see Don Cheadle in a suit. And let me say, that was some pretty sexy action. But... I didn't get to see Terrence Howard. Is that his name? Yeah. Terrence Howard is his actor name. I'm surprised I remembered that. His actor name. That's his real name. Well, as I, far as I know. My, I mean, I want to say Cuba Gooding Jr., but I know it's not Cuba Gooding Jr. I don't know why my number one gut instinct is to say it's Cuba Gooding Jr. There's no reason for me to say it's Cuba Gooding Jr. How many times is Jonah going to say Cuba Gooding Jr.? Let's find no. out. A one, a two. <laughs> A three. <laughs> uh, Rody fell out of a plane. <laughs> um, I think that Sam Rockwell did a great job at, at being an annoying version of Sam Rockwell. Um, he's like exactly the same as Iron Man if you subtract the coolness of Iron Man. Like he's Tony Stark, but he doesn't have the brains or the coolness to back up all of his uh, oomph. And then pairing him with Mickey Rourke's character, which he did a phenomenal job in this movie, I thought. Like, he's intimidating, he was cool, he killed a bunch of people, like, effective villain. And uh, it's, it's like the genius guy that comes from nothing that's like the entire, the exact opposite of uh, Sam Rockwell's character, Justin Hammer. Like, they are the exact opposite, and I feel like that was done on purpose. 
to me. Like the clean shaven, nice, not very smart, rich guy needing the poor, like greasy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it in a bad way, but that's they did it on purpose, so it's not like I'm saying anything bad there. But he sweats vodka. He's he sweats a lot in this movie. He's always moist throughout the entire movie. That's kind of how, like, the entire Expendables movie, everybody looks moist, too, though. Except Jason Statham, for whatever reason. Jason Statham doesn't ever look moist. Dolph Lundgren always looks moist. <laughs> so that's how many Lundgren. times is Jonah going to say moist? Let's find Thank out. You. A one, a two. Sorry. What? You're okay. I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything else. What? Did you run out of notes? Yes. Already? Yes. Oh. I couldn't believe that we saw Black Widow. <laughs> I didn't know that. I had seen I I had seen the very beginning of Iron Man two before I realized now I did not watch the entire movie a long time ago. I Iron Man two was good. Iron Man one was pretty decent. Iron Man three I think was the I think it was the better one still but perhaps I'm a little bit biased for those of you who don't know and maybe don't remember I was first introduced to the Marvel franchise by going to see the movie Iron Man 3 in theaters I had never seen a Marvel movie up until that point it was for my birthday my dad was like you want to go watch a movie sure yeah we look it up and that was the only thing playing at a movie theater that only showed one movie at a time so we went, <laughs> I didn't, and it's kind of like when I went to go see um, Infinity War, because the next Marvel movie I watched after Iron Man 3 was Infinity War. And you're just like, wow! <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on, why is Thor on a spaceship? And then, But then here's the thing, when I sat down and I was watching Infinity War and I see Thor on a spaceship, I'm like, I'm looking around at everybody, I'm like, everybody's probably just as confused as I am. <laughs> I was like, this is cool. I wonder what happened. Are they going to talk about, you know, like what happened that got him there that, to that point? I mean, yeah, they did. Surely <laughs> they this did. this can't <laughs> be the movie. 23rd movie in this <coughs> sequence of movies. That's art, though, because I didn't really feel that lost watching it. <laughs> got a good catch-up from... You're like, I don't even need to see the whole Marvel Universe. I just watch Infinity War and Endgame and I'm all caught up. Basically, yeah. That's an angle I've never thought to look at the movies from, is if you were to watch that movie as a standalone, what percentage of the content would you actually be missing, like, hidden jokes or, like, hidden plot elements? Because, like, I have watched them all in order now, for the most part. Maybe a few things are out of order still. But, like, that'd be something we could even kind of rate them on, is they're standalone watchability so for Iron Man 2 how would you feel about the standalone yeah, I think we're going to run into trouble on any of them that are sequels I would argue that's true uh, you know just because at that point the origin story for the character is already over there's a lot of subplots in this movie it's, it's not quite like Spider-Man 3 but there's there's quite a bit shoved in there and, like, Tony Stark invents a new element that his that his dad 
like had blueprints for. Yeah, um, he had he had the brains to come up with the idea of an element and how to structure it, just not the technology to make it happen. Which those videos just reminded me of old documentaries with Walt Disney, personally. Well, I wonder if there's a secret message in any of those. <laughs> Walt Disney World, if you set it up, it looks like an atom of of a molecule that's never... That's how you grow your own Mickey Mouse, man. <laughs> I want pictures of Spider-Man. So... <laughs> uh, Justin Hammer, when he kidnaps um, Ivan, and is like, oh, guys, what's what's deal with the handcuffs? Like, this is my friend here. And he's, like, schmoozing him. He's, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, I eat the dessert first. It's flown in from San, San Francisco, but it's Italian. And they are in France. And so instead of just going straight, getting something flown, not even flown, you could drive it in like an hour straight from Italy like the homeland of all the best food make it back before the ice cream melts but nope nope all the way from San Francisco (laughs) I don't think it was melted though it didn't look melted I wonder I think it was was it gelato do we think a cup of gelato he just said organic ice cream I don't know oh he did wind up saying what it was well shoot I don't know if he called it anything else. I just know the words organic ice cream came up on the captions. So <laughs> Slurps organic ice cream in parentheses. Yeah, per- perha- perhaps this was the captions just trying to tell me. No, I believe you. I miss stuff all the time. I missed Stanley's cameo in this movie. He yeah, was what? flat, Stanley. That's oh. why you didn't see him. He was sideways. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference I'm not sure. Ah. <laughs> People that... So, Flat Stanley, like, we're probably one of the few schools in the area that are really familiar with that. Apparently, Flat Stanley was actually a lot bigger in lower income areas, and that's where he originated. <laughs> so, there are definitely other people that are going to know Flat Stanley and just... Did you hear that, Ma? <laughs> but I've talked to a lot of people that, like, I thought everybody was aware that he existed at least, and no. I've had something similar happen with other things like that, but I remember Flat Stanley, because you, ex- you showed me Flat Stanley, so other people weren't so privy to that. Yeah, I'm surprised. Did they do away with Flat Stanley after we got out of school? I don't, they're still doing Dire Wimpy Kid books, so I don't know. I... I think they're on, like, number 14 of that, and they were on, like, number 5 when I was done with school. Okay, here is how Flat Stanley was explained to me, like, what the original concept was. I don't know if it's true. It's like, I don't quote me on it. But apparently, it was, it was set up in lower-income schooling, because in lower-income schools, there are still kids that get to go on, like... Like, the, there's still kids from higher income families in those schools and especially in neighboring schools the idea was that when the uh, privileged kids got to go on cool you know adventures and vacations and stuff they would take the flat stanley with them and take pictures and then flat stanley would go back with all these memories to share with the kids that couldn't afford vacation (laughs) it's actually really sad (laughs) 
It's like at least Stanley got to have fun at the water park. <laughs> I don't know why the, the paper doll got to have more fun than I did this summer. We're heating up water on the stove to bathe in. And he's, <laughs> Can I go stay with the family instead of Stanley? <laughs> Do they have an exchange program? Oh, man, that's messed up. Uh, Deep cut reference, all I'm going to say for people that watch Bluey is Bob Bilby. Because it's the same situation. It's a little hand puppet that the kids take on adventures, and then they take pictures and show the kids at school what they they did. (laughs) I know that's what he's talking about. Stop, 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 from Jimmy Neutron. There, there's one in every show, too, because I think Uter is the one for Simpsons. Oof. Oh, yeah. So... I want that to be a wallpaper. Now. Okay, I'm sorry. There's like two minutes of laughing at bullies that can be cut out. And Noah's <laughs> like, I'm gonna make a new watch face for my eye, my Apple Watch. Just on shuffle, so you can just pop up and surprise everyone. <laughs> He's watching me. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. That'll be my alarm tone. Oof. Okay. Back at Iron Man. Back at Iron Man. <laughs> We say with Batman voices. <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> so this is my favorite battle scene that's not in one of the main Avengers movies. Which one? The in Iron Man two, uh, when it's like the battle of him versus all the suits. Like him and Rhodey versus the the drone army. Yeah, in the biodome. Yeah, that is a pretty dope. I, that's a dope fight scene. Um, the them working together, you don't get to see that much in all these shows. And I really like War Machine's whole situation. Like, I think I've always thought the suit looks cool. I used to have a little die cast metal back when like there was a lot of detail in toys i had little metal metal marvel characters that uh uh i always liked war machines because the outfit looked cool and he had like a mini gun that would pop down um so but yeah that fight scene was killer and i wish we would have gotten a little bit more iron man and roadie time in the mcu yeah they won too quick and honestly i feel like their way of winning like it was too crane crane kick like like you knew the first time that something happened with like the you know repulsor blasted each other and things exploded that's just become a trope that somehow like when an accident like that has some kind of 
big consequence. They're going to use it to defeat the bad guy. Mm-hmm. That that whole scene in the warehouse was sweet. That fight scene with the, uh, Iron Man fighting Rhodey while he's drunk and still kind of winning a little bit. He did have the superior suit by a lot, though. And True. I feel like Robert Downey Jr. drunk is still like Harrison High School valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... That guy got the 4.0? Yeah, he was literally only losing by reaction time. Because, you know, first thing to go with drinking. Hence all the car accidents and such. Not if you do it right. (laughs) I've never got into an accident. (laughs) Wow, I don't even have crickets and I heard them. (laughs) I almost died. I almost split my car in half because of falling asleep while driving. Oh, same because of drinking, not falling asleep. Ah. Ah. I didn't even have a good excuse. (laughs) That fight scene, what was funny about it is the DJ playing another one bites the dust, but it was a mashup with It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right, which was like a very random... I remember that from uh, Hey Arnold. (laughs) It makes two to make things go right. They were allowed to use that in a... Kids movie? (coughs) I mean like... Hey Arnold. It was like the end credits. Oh, like the Hey Arnold movie? Yeah, Hey Arnold the movie. Oh, okay. It takes two to make things go right. I I love when he uh, when he's like trying to kiss Pepper while he's drunk in the suit, and she's like, "You just peed in the suit. That's not very attractive." He's like, "It's got a great filtration system. You could drink that water." And I'm just imagining there being a Brita right next to his crotch. You guys, anytime somebody, like, I mean, they have dive suits and astronaut suits and all that stuff, but, you know, in most of those cases, that involves a catheter. Ouch. And I'm not going to go into detail for anybody that doesn't already know what that means, but how does he put it on so quick? (laughs) It's involved. And how does he take it back off so quick? What happens if you eject him out of the suit? (laughs) Mm. It's going to be like what we thought happened on Moon Knight when he stood up out of the wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) Jonah. (laughs) Get the bungee cord effect. Sit back down. That happened on Dumb and Dumber, too, as well. Except he, like, puts his, like, foot on his stomach and tries to reef on it. I don't want to imagine every time Iron Man suits up a catheter being inserted each time. Like the nightmare version of the Matrix. <laughs> Instead of them Please getting plugged plug in the back. Yeah. I'll do anything, please. <laughs> the the ponytail scenes from Avatar. <laughs> Where they connect ponytails. Yeah, those are not hot. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, interspecies relations. Mm, my favorite. Mm. So what do you say, guys? We rate it? Sure. I give it a solid 7.7. Which is actually pretty good for Jonah. It's pretty good for it on the Jonah scale. I really wish I remembered what I had for Iron Man 1, and we've, we've truly got to get our spreadsheet like filled in with all the stuff we've rated already because it would help so much when it comes to this. I don't want to put something above a movie I don't want it to be above. I'm going to go with 
like a 7.6 because I don't really know where I'm at with my scale right now. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Because it doesn't have the standalone watchability aspect, although it is fantastic. The, the fight scenes were good. The, the story flowed pretty well. I do agree there was kind of a lot going on. But I don't have any real complaints about the movie at all. So, you know, it at least deserves three quarters of the scale. I definitely think it's necessary in Tony's evolution and his story arc. Yes. But, to your point, standalone-wise, you'd be, like... You'd have to watch the first one to understand, like, okay, he's got poison going on he's dying for a different reason like yeah well you'd be like well what's the thing doing in his chest anyway why doesn't he just take it out <laughs> just pluck it out yeah I'd say I think 7.7 7 is pretty accurate for this one because I want to say there's a lot there's a lot more in the MCU I rank there's so much more in the MCU that I rank higher than Iron Man 2 so yeah, it's not it's not a bad movie by any means. It's not one I was like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. I just and the villain was good. The villains were good in it. Indeed. So, yeah, I mean, we got introduced to a lot of new characters. Um, they uh, <coughs> the end credit uh, end credit scene. Um, Sets us up for Thor. We got to see Cap Shield. This one actually had a lot of um, Easter eggs in it that were nice. Uh, love the scene with the ex-wife missile. Just tossing a couple of things out here. We already said Justin Hammer is like Vector, and I think it's like Vector mixed with Cusco from Emperor's New Groove. Like he could do a good live-action Cusco. Um. The ex-wife missile was fun. Really quick, when, at the end of the movie, when Pepper Potts says, I resign, I'm done, I can't handle this anymore, Tony Stark does the exact same thing he does in Infinity War to uh, Spider-Man, Tom Holland, and he says, he points and he stops and he says, what did you just say? And I... It was like, there's like 10 years between these movies or whatever, like eight years between these movies. And they show that it's like the same character. Cause like we all as people have different phrases that we say often mm-hmm. in different mannerisms. And it's crazy how all the things in Marvel from sometimes even a 20 year gap, they carry over. So I thought that that was really cool. Prophecy. but anyway um that's about it like there's just other random stuff but um I think we covered the movie pretty well yeah I think so I think each character so anyway uh we all got good ratings and they were all pretty much we were all within like one or two of each other I think yeah yeah you're at point Seven? Seven point seven, yeah. Yeah, I'd point six. We'll do it. I'd point seven as well. Okay. We twins. Wow, I rated it the lowest. We 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 I don't know, I'm trying to think of like Iron Man three as well, because like 
I'm not the biggest fan of Iron Man 3, so like where would I rank that? I could maybe even go 7.5 with this one, but I really enjoy the movie, so. Anywho, this has been a a marvelous podcast. Well, at least we hope you think so. This has been a mediocre podcast. <laughs> we hope you guys oh, so, enjoyed so it. Podcast. We will be reviewing what's up next on the We're agenda. We're finishing up and or next. Next time we record. Who knows what? Who knows when you'll get the episodes? Just wait. Yeah. We'll see. They'll all see. You'll pay. We're also working on a fun bonus episode for Christmas. Um, kind of like... Uh, like a clip show or a highlights reel, um, best of, however you want to put it. Worst At, of. Worst of, yeah, depending on what your humor level is. Um, but anyway, please make sure to... Hulk smash that subscribe button, because I don't have an Iron Man pun for it. Make sure to repulsor blast that subscribe button. No, that's inappropriate. Oh. <laughs> well, my. <Bye. Bye. laughs>